Matt Mikulajewski, the Economic Development Director for the City of Madison, and I'm happy to be the first to welcome you to this morning's symposium. This is the second uh, economic symposium for the city's current economic strategy, and happy that all of you could join us this morning. want to just briefly touch on the what we're going to be doing this morning and then talk a little bit about uh, kind of the vision uh, for how we're going to be moving forward. So we're going to start this morning with a presentation of the draft uh, goals and strategies that have been developed over the past several months by city staff and the city's economic development committee. And this is really the first opportunity that we've had to unveil these to the public. And we're really going to look for your input on whether or not we're touching on the right goals, the right projects, and to help us prioritize uh, which projects and goals we should focus on first and foremost. And that will lead us into the second uh, part of this morning's activities, which will be an exercise where we're going to ask you to walk around the room and to help us prioritize the goals that we present. And many of you, or you should have received, um, some economic symposium dollars uh, when you, you registered uh, this morning. And literally, we're going to ask you to basically budget to identify how you would allocate resources uh, towards these various efforts. And this is really timely, given that the city at present is working on its 2016 capital budget and taking a look at the capital improvement program for the years ahead. So really, we want you to... To, to put yourself in our shoes and ask the question on where the city should be devoting its resources. And then at the conclusion of that exercise, we're going to add up uh, the dollars at each table, and we're going to report back uh, what, what this group felt uh, were the, the top priorities moving forward. Before we begin, though, I want to take an opportunity to thank a couple of people uh, that, that made this morning possible. First and foremost, we have Dan Kelly our economic development specialist, who you're going to be hearing from further. Uh, Dan has, has spent a tremendous amount of time and a great effort on, on really preparing a, a great economic strategy. And I think that uh, for those that uh, helped with the last economic strategy in 2007-2008, I think everyone would agree that, that Dan has just done a tremendous job uh, really uh, creating a, a very dynamic strategy that will help us in the years ahead. We also want to thank Peggy Yessa, our uh, economic Development Program Coordinator, who's also been working on the strategy and also really helped to pull together uh, this morning's um, activities and, 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 and what we're going to be doing today. We want to thank our Economic Development Committee for all the time that they've spent working on this plan. Uh, the EDC uh, you know, comes after a day of work and volunteers their time uh, to work through uh, these, these very complex issues and other city policies that impact the business community and, and really kudos to that committee under the leadership of Mark Green uh, for pulling together the work that we're going to see today. And finally, of course, we want to thank Monona Terrace and uh, Madison City Channel uh, for helping uh, make this uh, uh, program a, a great success and a program that can be viewed uh, by others online. So taking a step back, most economic development strategies focus on two key areas, jobs and tax base. And most economic development strategies have a fairly narrow focus on what an economic development department or what a city can do relative to fostering jobs and tax base within their community. And this economic development strategy certainly does that. And, and you'll see that throughout uh, the priorities and projects that we present. But this strategy also takes an attempt to look at a broader picture, to look at a variety of different inputs that really impact our economy, things that are within the city's control and things that are outside of the city's control. And that's why we really are great to see all of you here today to help us on this strategy, because this strategy, to be successful, is going to need partnerships throughout the community, the education sector, the nonprofit sector, and the business community. And... Um, and, and so we really thank you for taking time out of your schedules to join us today and to continue to work with us on this uh, strategy as we move forward to complete the strategy and then into implementation. And, and really the, the support for looking at this broader perspective of economic development um, has come from the leadership of Mayor Paul Soglin. And uh, to, to further talk about that vision uh, for where the city's economy can head, I'd like to invite up to the podium, Mayor Soglin.
Thank you, Matt, and uh, thanks to you, Dan, and the rest of the staff in terms of uh, making the arrangements to get the content together for today's session. Uh, we have here a group of community leaders, business leaders, uh, educators, and a significant number of, of elected officials from the city council, uh, from um, uh, city staff, as well as representatives from organized labor and uh, from uh, significant state uh, organizations that are interested in what happens in Madison and Dane County in regards to the future of our community. It's been fairly obvious for a number of years that we are now principal, the principal driver of the state's economy. I'm not going to go into any of the data, but it's obvious that in regards to construction, job creation, and all the traditional measurements that are, that are utilized in understanding how an economy evolves, that we're doing relatively well. Uh, by these traditional me measures, we are continuing to attract talented workers. We are continuing to uh, build on the entrepreneurship of local people. But at the same time, uh, we've got a, a second uh, theme, a second challenge that, that runs through our economy, and that's embedded with deep-seated uh, and often racially correlated barriers to economic opportunity. So it is dealing with these challenges and these contradictions that we have to fashion a, a set of standards and policies for our community that will take us into the next decade. The Madison demographics of 50 years ago significantly changed 20 years ago. And those same demographics of 20 years ago are significantly different today. At the same time, the world's economy has made adjustments and changes and make it clear that what was a community strength 40, 30, 20 years ago may not be what carries it into the future. We've seen that in legendary tales uh, from the last century uh, regarding the impact of the automobile, the impact of the computer. And one of our challenges is to develop an economy that is resilient and flexible and can swiftly make the adjustments that we can't anticipate. In other words, simply designing flexibility is, is critical to what we do. Uh, you've got a responsibility here today to take the work that we did at our previous session and to now uh, give it finality, one that will serve this community well in the next 20 years. Uh, keep in mind that we're early in the process. Keep in mind if this fails, it's your responsibility. Keep in mind if it succeeds, you will get the credit. Um, not that I'm trying to avoid it, but I want to make the point that this is a collective decision. This is not a decision to be driven by whoever can stand at the table the longest, whoever has the greatest endurance, uh, or whoever in some Madison traditions uh, is able to disproportionately exert influence. Please keep in mind that it's not just your interest at stake, but it's the interest of a quarter of a million people, and perhaps uh, many more, because it will obviously have consequences for the entire county and state. Um, I want to I want to thank you for coming in advance. Thank you for your your recognition this morning of the importance of the work that we're about to embark upon. And uh, 
in the process have fun. So, uh, Dan, you're going to take it from here? And by the way, I've seen this uh, several times in the last couple of weeks. It's real interesting. Uh, thanks, everybody. Uh, not sure how to interpret the word interesting from that last statement. Uh, again, for those of you who don't know me, I'm Dan Canelli, the economic development specialist with, with the city. Uh, so Matt talked a little bit about this, um, but just to kind of go over what we're going to do today, uh, I'm going to give a, a presentation outlining essentially the first draft of the economic development strategies and projects that we've identified um, and then, you know, the, the purpose of this discussion is to really ask you to help us identify what are the highest priorities. Um, I think, you know, we've got right now we've got eight sort of very broad goals and a series of projects and initiatives for each goal. I think we've sort of, um, I think our eyes were bigger than our stomachs a little bit. Um, so we need your help uh, sifting and winnowing that first draft and uh, uh, helping us kind of head towards implementation and particularly really looking for uh, partnerships. So we're kind of asking you to say, well, what do you want to focus on? How can you help us? Uh, so first, uh, I'll give that presentation, then we'll take a short break. Uh, and then when we come back from the break, um, the, the color-coded uh, stations that uh, are on the tables will align with the eight goals, and you'll have, uh, as, as Matt mentioned, the Connect Madison uh, dollars and we'll do kind of a free-roaming, open-format breakout discussion. It should be pretty fun. We'll uh, explain it more when we get there. So um, first I wanted to just mention the, the inputs that have gone into where we are so far. Uh, first, uh, we did a very detailed data analysis. Many of you have seen uh, presentations uh, going through the, the data. We have a multi-agency staff team that's been meeting monthly. We had our first symposium back in September uh, that many of you were at, which uh, provided a lot of really good input. We had some community meetings as well. Um, the EDC has been uh, overseeing this effort, and the EDC created a subcommittee that's been providing the really detailed guidance. So a lot of what you'll see today is driven by uh, the work of that subcommittee. Um, you know, one thing we, we haven't done is we haven't uh, engaged a consultant to work on this. Uh, you know, for, we made a strategic decision early on not to do that. One, uh, it saves everyone here some money. Uh, and two, you know, we wanted this to really be done in staff so it really gets kind of internalized into our, our division. Um, the flip side of that is it is done by staff amongst a variety of other um, obligations. So it's taking some time to kind of get through the work, um, but hopefully, hopefully worth it in the end. So a couple of quick sort of caveats and things to keep in mind. The focus today is about broad goals and a few potential projects within these goals. We haven't, the next step of this process is an implementation plan. So things like how are we going to pay for this and, you know, who's going to do it and what are the timelines and metrics for success, that's really sort of the next step. Um, I know a lot of you are of the mindset to kind of want to go there quickly because um, it's a sort of practical question to ask, but um, I guess we're asking today, for the purposes of today, try to kind of stay at the high level and really think about priorities, and then we'll get to the implementation later. Uh, second, there's a lot of different audiences and users for this, um, so we need to be mindful of that. And finally, um, this is all work in progress. Everything to here today is open for discussion. Um, there's, no, you know, there's no reason to get too mad about anything. If you think there's something missing, we'll add it. If you think um, you know, there's something that shouldn't be in here, we can take it out. Um, you know, we're looking to you for that guidance. So the, the structure of this um, is essentially these four phases. First, data, and then second, uh, mission and vision, and then third, goals and projects, and then finally, uh, the implementation plan. The symposium we did back in September was really focused on these first two phases. The discussion today is really focused here on goals and projects. What we'll do is we'll take the input we get today and some subsequent community meetings. We'll work uh, to uh, develop the implementation plan, and then we'll come back to you uh, maybe sometime in the fall to uh, do another discussion like this where we're really rolling out the full, the full strategy. Um, I think many of you have seen the, the data analysis. Um, obviously, you can't read this, but the point is we have a lot of very colorful graphs, um, which I think reveal a lot of interesting insights about the state of our economy uh, as reflected 
by taking this deep dive into into the data that's really shaping our economy and um, we drew some insights from that that have really shaped this draft of strategies. We've also done an, a, a lot of stakeholder and community input. Uh, as you may remember, if you heard back in September, we did these mind maps that you all scribbled on, and um, we did the online text polling thing. Um, so we've and we've been distilling that and and you know trying to read your handwriting and figure out what you were trying to tell us um, back in September. And what hopefully we'll you'll see today is that that input really shaped what's in this first draft. Uh, a couple of themes that have emerged from that outreach process, uh, you know, a couple of things that are clearly in the tops of people's minds as they think about the city's economy is uh, things like this, education and career pathways for young people, um, transportation, uh, new models for businesses like cooperatives, um, you know, things like that. It, you know, as Matt alluded to, Traditionally, economic development is like, you know, how do we recruit businesses? How do we grow our tax base? Um, and what you see here is when we asked you, well, what should we focus on in our economic development strategy? The answer was much broader than that. You know, education, transportation, these are not traditionally thought of as uh, economic development. So clearly there's something going on in our economy, something going on in our thinking that we need to be responsive to. So the Economic Development Committee, um, in their discussions, uh, Mark Green, the chair, had an insight of, like, as we were looking at the, talking about different strategies, um, they were all about connecting and that uh, this theme of connecting things, connecting the workforce to jobs, connecting talent to opportunities, and connecting, you know, research to innovation and new companies is sort of the, the hallmark of what's going on in Madison and kind of the new emerging global economy. Um, so we sort of embrace the uh, the handle of Connect Madison as, as I guess, sort of the, the brand for this uh, strategy. So to get into the eight goals, uh, as I said, these are all uh, first drafts. And, um, and like I said, what we're looking to do today is really prioritize them. But what I'll do is I'll talk very briefly about the data underlying each of the eight goals. Uh, for each, there's a couple of things that we're effectively already working on. So, you know, one of the things that we hope to do with this strategy is really align um, things that we're already doing. Uh, we'll talk about a couple of partnership ideas for each one, and we'll talk about a couple of potential new city-led initiatives for each one. So uh, just to kind of get into it. So the first goal is uh, kind of the, the blocking and tackling of, of economic development. Connect Madison businesses with talent, capital, facilities, ideas, and new markets to foster innovation and entrepreneurship in all sectors. So uh, businesses, innovation, entrepreneurship is the, the focus here. Uh, a couple of things uh, in terms of data behind this one. Our, you know, our economy is increasingly driven by the private sector. Um, I think a lot of people have an um, outdated uh, uh, perception that Madison is like a college and government town. We're now a business town. We're an innovation town. Um, and we're driven by small businesses particularly. And we have some competitive advantages and some key High growth sectors like IT and biotechnology. Um, so how do we how do we kind of continue to build on that? A couple of things we're already doing. Um, we are investing in innovation infrastructure, like the Starting Block project, being uh, a key example right now. Um, uh, we are we do have a, a BRE program, business retention and expansion, um, which um, you know I think we've had some strategic discussions about um, beefing that up to some degree. Uh, and we are uh, embarking on a cooperative business development initiative to really look at co-ops as a model for, uh, you know, ways that, that existing businesses and new businesses can organize themselves and, and be innovative. A couple of potential or one potential partnership uh, idea, this really came through in the outreach we did, is let's do more to uh, coordinate with the UW on commercialization efforts. There's a lot going on. <coughs> um, obviously, the, the, the university is a huge research powerhouse. Can we be doing more to translate that into, into businesses and innovation in our economy? A couple of potential new ideas. Um, create a one-start shop for business needs. Uh, Kevin Little from the chamber said we should call it a one-start shop, not a one-stop shop, so okay. Um, you know, but the idea here is if, if you're a business interacting with the city, you often have multiple touch points to get different types of permits, you know, to um, get you know, a, an expansion approved to, um, you know, get resources for a facade grant or whatever, you know, you often interact with different agencies, and that can be confusing for a lot of businesses, particularly 
businesses that might not have the experience of navigating that. So creating a sort of a single point of contact for businesses interacting with the city is the idea here. And then second, we've talked about this idea of creating innovation districts. So identifying geographic areas. Kevin was not in the room when I just referenced him, but, the, but he's in the back there. Uh, so, <clears throat> um, so innovation districts, so identifying geographic areas of the city where we're focused on key sectors of the economy in that area. So that's goal one. Goal two uh, out of eight, uh, connect Madison's prosperity, jobs, and economic opportunities to people in communities that are disadvantaged uh, and disconnected from the growth of our economy with a particular focus on career paths for young people. So as the, you know, as the mayor uh, alluded to, we have uh, a very uh, successful economy right now by a lot of measures. You know, by any um, standard uh, economic uh, indicator, we are wildly outperforming the state uh, and the Midwest. However, as I think we all know and has been widely discussed, we, uh, that, that prosperity, that success in our economy is not widely shared, and we, are, uh, we need to do more uh, in terms of racial disparity, in terms of economic opportunity, particularly uh, for, for young people. So a couple of uh, data points behind this goal, uh, you know, one, the, the, we need more career paths for young people. Um, there's uh, a large share of our, our young people aren't finding their way uh, after, you know, after they leave school. Um, I think we've all seen the numbers on, uh, you know, racial disparities in terms of income and employment. Uh, and, you know, there's, a, there's a, a sort of a global trend of the bifurcation of our workforce. The jobs that we're creating are either at the high end, like software engineers, or at the low end, like, you know, food service workers. Um, <clears throat> you know, that's a national trend, but I think it's particularly pronounced here, um, which is really exacerbating these issues. So we need to think about strategies to deal with that. A couple of projects uh, already underway. Um, the city's been working on a public works contracting disparity study. Uh, the public market has really emerged as a project that uh, – Folks are viewing as a platform for uh, entrepreneurship that would help uh, folks that might not otherwise be able to start businesses. And then, as I mentioned before, the co-op program as potentially a strategy to expand economic opportunity in the city. A couple of potential partnerships, uh, work with the school district and others to, uh, you know, kind of lay down a plant a stake in the ground where we say we're going to guarantee every high school student an internship or mentorship or some kind of uh, exposure to the, to the work world while they're in high school. Um, second, you know, just today there's been um, news about the Justified Anger Coalition and the R. Madison plan, so can we be partnering with that? Um, a lot of good ideas there. Um, and then doing more to really align our workforce training programs. There's a lot of programs and services in the community around workforce development, um, and could the city play a role in making sure that everybody who are running those programs is really rowing in the same direction? Uh, a couple of potential new city-led initiatives. Uh, one idea is create a business support liaison who would be, you know, not based downtown, but would sort of rove uh, around the city and work out of neighborhood centers or libraries and be a point of contact for uh, businesses uh, sort of out in the community just to kind of make this somewhat symbolic statement and, you know, add this to the convenience that if you're a business, uh, you know, on the perimeter of the city, you know, here's, a, here's office hours to come talk to somebody to help you with whatever issues you're facing. Uh, second, do more to enhance um, the city's child care assistance program. Um, child care is a huge barrier for a lot of people when it comes to, you know, getting a job, starting a business. Uh, and then finally, um, you know, we've talked about this idea of identifying and creating opportunity zones where we target economic development programs and resources. So we identify geographic areas of the cities where we're really going to align our economic development uh, toolbox. So third, uh, connect Madison's real estate development and redevelopment opportunities with unmet market demand. Um, some data. Our tax base is very reliant on our single-family homes. Um, because of the state and the university, a lot of our most valuable property is off the rolls. So we need to be mindful of that. Um, and, you know, second and third, there's a shift going, a structural shift going on in our real estate market. Again, I think this is a national trend, but I think it's one where we're uh, at the forefront of, you know, as the millennials move into the workforce and as the boomers move into retirement, um, housing preferences are changing, and we're seeing this uh, in a massive way. I mean, people are looking for different models of housing. 
particularly dense urban neighborhoods, walkability, transit connections. Um, the market is clearly signaling to us that that's what is, is needed and wanted in our real estate market. So the city needs to be responsive to that with our policies and procedures um, to really be, you know, to make sure we can unleash that, that, uh, that demand. A couple of uh, projects or one project already underway. The, the city is currently simultaneously working on a transportation master plan, which has, which started with really a, a look at land use and a look at um, creating activity zones that would concentrate uh, development in efficient multi-use transit-oriented places. Uh, and that's something that the economic development strategy can really get behind. Um, potential partnerships. Uh, one idea was create a quarterly uh, real estate professionals roundtable to get folks together to kind of talk about things going on in the market. And you might be thinking, well, real estate professionals are competitive and they're not going to want to share a lot about what's going on in the market with each other, but they can sit in a room and stare at each other and, you know, that still might be worthwhile. They could have arm wrestling, you know. Um, a couple of potential new city-led initiatives. Uh, one, you know, the city has done land banking in the past. Uh, we haven't as much lately. Uh, so creating a very strategic land banking program where we set uh, priorities for how we're going to identify sites, um, maybe, you know, sort of lever that, lever that, leverage that, lever it up with other uh, partners to create kind of a development zone fund where we can strategically pick up properties, reposition those, uh, you know, do as we've done with a couple of sites on East Washington Avenue where we then, um, you know, recruit developers to get the right types of projects on, on particular sites. Uh, second, um, re introduce fiscal impact analysis into the development review in some process, in some, you know, in some way. We don't want to necessarily just add another step to development review, but add some kind of way of, of thinking about the fiscal impacts of um, you know, particular developments uh, as we make decisions about them. So, you know, right now the city talks about design and building materials and, you know, the color of buildings and how tall they are, and those are all important, but we tend to not really talk about, well, what is this going to mean for our tax base? Um, so maybe we can sort of introduce that into the discussion. Finally, the, you know, the city has made some great progress lately on TIF uh, by updating the TIF policy. And we have a better TIF policy, but we still don't really have a TIF strategy. So could we think about how we really use TIF uh, in the community uh, in a more proactive way rather than on a um, sort of development-by-development development reactive way? So the fourth goal, uh, connect Madison residents and businesses to their city government by making Madison a model of civic innovation. So some data. Uh, we're a very innovation-driven economy right now. Um, the city should be, uh, you know, not only celebrating that, but walking the talk a little bit. So the city, in the way we do business, we should be thinking about how we can be more innovative. And then second, um, the, you know, the changing demographics of the city, the, just the changing way people live, uh, necessitates new ways to think about how we really provide people with opportunities to engage with their city government. You know, right now, the, the cornerstone of public engagement in the city is, is the meeting. You know, you have an evening meeting at City Hall. Um, which is a really great way to get the input and involvement of retired college professors. But, you know, people who have kids, people who might not necessarily, you know, want to go to a meeting downtown, um, let's use technology to really expand uh, the ability of people to engage with the city. Things are already underway. Um, the city has done some crowdsourcing uh, using Ideascape or Ideascale um, to get input on, like, the budget process. We've done, you know, we've historically done a lot of uh, online surveys and things like that. Uh, so we are, you know, we are making some headway on this. Um, potential partnership opportunities. Uh, one idea, uh, make the city a laboratory for beta testing and prototyping technology. So if there's uh, some entrepreneur out there, some technology person who has some great idea for, you know, some GPS-enabled way to do, you know, large item garbage pickup or whatever, let's kind of make that a possibility. Let's try to you know, say, yeah, we'll, we'll let you test your app or whatever um, in the city. Uh, some potential new ideas. Um, establish some, you know, touchscreen kiosks in uh, the, you know, the city county building and the municipal building so people walking in the door can go to a kiosk to find their way to whatever, um, you know, agency or, or desk they're trying to find. 
Uh, second, create a multi-platform customer response system for the city. Um, you know, a lot of cities have 311 systems, uh, you know, call to say that the stop sign in my neighborhood is, is fell over or whatever. You know, can we use multiple platforms to allow people to give input on things going on in the city? And then third, um, somebody who can do these things, uh, you know, we've talked about maybe the city needs a chief innovation officer who's really focused on keeping the city at the forefront of these issues. Goal five. Connect the region's robust food system to our economy and embrace food's role as a platform for community-based entrepreneurship and wealth building. So, you know, we are a great food city. Um, you know, some might ask, well, why are we focusing on the food sector of the economy and not other things? And I think, you know, a couple of things. One is, um, you know, food has always been a great platform for uh, entrepreneurship for people who might not start the next technology company because they haven't had the, you know, the education or the you know, the resources to do that, but might start a great food service company. Um, second, you know, food uh, is a huge, uh, hugely growing industry. You know, we're creating a lot of jobs, as I said before, among people who are biotech professionals or software engineers. One thing about those people is they don't know how to cook food. So, you know, we're also creating a lot of jobs in food service and food preparation. And in fact, those are really the fastest growing uh, occupations. So uh, one project already underway, the public market. Uh, we're continuing to make progress on, you know, not only the public market facility, but also creating a market district around it where we're going to co-locate uh, related food businesses. So partnership opportunities, um, you know, this has been worked on in the past, but can we really create uh, sort of opportunities for institutional food buyers like, you know, uh, you know like the university's catering or, or – um, you know, cafeterias or hospitals or whatever, and really kind of try to connect them with our local food growers and, and producers. Um, second, uh, can we do more to coordinate with other things going on, like Madison College's culinary program, the Feed Kitchens, the Wisconsin Food Hub Cooperative, uh, and really sort of try to align all these pieces of food system infrastructure, add Garver, uh, the Garver Feed Mill Project to that mix. You know, we have a lot going on in this sector of our economy, we have a lot of pieces of the puzzle that are coming together, uh, and the city can play a role in, in getting everything aligned. Uh, potential new city-led initiatives. <clears throat> uh, one idea that's been discussed is creating a network of fresh produce retail operations uh, in partnership with neighborhood grocers and other uh, food retail outlets where we, uh, you know, embrace the fact that we have all of these, um, you know, ethnic grocers out in our neighborhoods, um, convenience stores, uh, and really use those uh, and connect those maybe through the public market as kind of the um, umbrella organization to, to get better produce into those existing retail establishments. So six uh, uh, is about bikes. So connect Madison's large bicycle industry cluster identity as a bike-friendly city and appeal as a destination uh, for bicycle-based recreation and tourism to become the bicycling epicenter of North America. So, uh, again, you know, why bikes and not something else? I think there's a couple of reasons here. You know, one, from, from a manufacturing standpoint, when you look at southern Wisconsin, our employment concentration in bike manufacturing is, is huge. Um, you know, a lot of those jobs and industries aren't necessarily in the city of Madison, but a lot of that workforce is in the city of Madison, and, you know, there may be opportunities to really connect that with suppliers. Um, and then, you know, second – Biking is also part of our identity as a great city. It's part of the reason why young talent in other sectors of the economy want to be here is because we're known for, uh, you know, for being a great bike city, which is part of our quality of life and part of our identity. And then it's also part of our appeal as a tourist destination with events, um, you know, like Ironman and other things that sort of have that biking component. So the thought here is, like, this is one where it hits on industry, it hits on quality of life and talent attraction also hits on uh, our visitor uh, destination. Projects and issues already underway. Um, you know, we're making improvements to bike infrastructure around the city. We should continue to do that. Uh, partnership opportunities. Can we attract more events related to cycling? Um, and particularly, can we attract events maybe that aren't just races and things, but, you know, bring together the best custom fabricators and prototypers and have uh, events around that part of the industry. Potential new city-led initiatives, um, you know, let's do some outreach to the industry and talk about maybe can we recruit your suppliers or customers? Can we really sort of build the supply chain, um, you know, localize the supply chain? Uh, for a while, the city's talked about achieving uh, platinum bike status, so maybe we continue to work towards that. 
Uh, and then again, events that are really focused on uh, advanced manufacturing and prototyping. So goal seven, uh, connect Madison with an efficient and technology-enabled multimodal transportation system. So here, you know, it's obviously not the role of the economic development strategy or the economic development staff to think about transportation, but um, one of the things that, again, really emerged from our discussions back in September was that the business and community leadership really felt like transportation is important as we think about economic development. So one thing the economic development strategy can do is really shine a light on that and sort of make the economic development case for why transportation investments are important. I took this picture because it has the three best forms of transportation, a bus, a bike, and the Wienermobile all in, all in one shot. So some data behind this goal, um, you know, metro ridership is growing. Uh, they are, you know, they have limited capacity to um, have, you know, enough space for buses to meet this growing demand driven by Epic and other things. Um, so, from an, again, from an economic development standpoint, can we support Metro in efforts to uh, expand their capacity? Second, you know, I talked about this before, second and third, there's this shift going on in, in our preferences, uh, you know, the preferences of our workforce and, you know, people who are moving here or people who already live here in terms of the type of lifestyle they want, and that translates into transportation. You know, these days, not everybody wants a car, or maybe families want one car instead of two cars. People, you know, we're obviously seeing this high growth in residential development downtown. Um, so let's be responsive to that. Let's make sure we're building a transportation system that is fine-tuned towards the emerging economy, not, um, you know, the economy of the 20th century. And that involves not only transit, but also new uh, transportation technologies, you know, maybe we can do more with developers to, you know, have like club cars in, as part of, um, you know, new apartment projects, things like that. A couple of things already underway. Um, you know, we are uh, trying to leverage our transit stations as catalysts for development. Um, there's been planning underway to continue to do that. Um, second, um, you know, increasing capacity to connect people and jobs. Again, Metro is working on uh, getting some potentially some federal funding to, to advance this. Uh, and we, are, we have done some thinking about uh, opportunities to strategically consolidate parking in parts of the city where, you know, we can maybe put parking all in one place and not scatter it around, uh, particularly like in the Capital East District. Uh, some partnership opportunities. Uh, one, can we work with the region, uh, you know, MADREP maybe as a, as a vehicle for this? to uh, create a task force of business leaders to evaluate our transportation needs through, again, an economic development lens. Um, you know, why is this, you know, it's important for the environment, it's important for, certainly for equity considerations, but why is transportation important to our economic development future, not only in Madison, but also the region and the state? Can, can we put together a group of folks to do the research and, and make that case? Uh, and that expands into the second point here of, an information campaign to, you know, highlight the importance of regional transportation for continued economic growth. Uh, potential new city-led initiatives, um, you know, do some analysis of, of the economic development impacts of transportation. You know, as we get the, uh, as the city's transportation master plan continues to make progress, can we take that and, you know, sort of run some numbers about the economic development impacts? And then secondly, uh, maybe we should survey local businesses to kind of gauge transportation needs in the business community, you know, how is our existing infrastructure meeting or not meeting your needs as businesses. So eight, uh, goal eight, and finally, um, connect Madison's various creative industry sectors like art, music, theater, uh, you know, digital technology, graphic design, gaming, et cetera, to build stronger links between these disciplines and enhance creative industries as an economic driver and visitor draw. So, you know, um, Madison, we are, uh, we, we are, fortunate to have a lot of these sort of multi-platform creative entrepreneurs, people that are maybe in their heart, they're artists, but they're also, you know, doing, um, you know, graphic design for businesses, um, you know, creating products and selling them. Uh, and there's interesting linkages between, uh, you know, like technology uh, and, and the arts. Uh, and, you know, here again, it's a potential economic driver uh, in terms of kind of core industry development. And it's also part of our kind of identity and appeal as a, as a destination. So some data, um, there's just sort of this interesting intersection of creative industries and technology industries that you can see in the, in the workforce numbers. 
Um, and as I mentioned, arts and culture are important to Madison's appeal as a destination. And Karen Wolf, uh, the city's arts coordinator, has some interesting data on this as well. So something's already underway. Um, support the development of additional music entertainment venues uh, and the success of existing ones. Uh, some partnership opportunities, um, convene more events uh, that highlight different elements of Madison's creative industry sectors. Uh, again, you know, the Convention Visitors Bureau may be being a key partner in this. Uh, support the incorporation of gallery spaces, performance venues, and other creative expressions into existing businesses uh, and promote more uh, cultural tourism. Potential new city-led initiatives. Um, can we do more to incorporate arts and design into the planning of infrastructure projects and public facilities? Um, you know, some places have done experiments with like the 1% for the arts model where, you know, 1% of the budget for a project is for art installations. Uh, maybe we can experiment with that with city projects. So that's, that's the eight goals and strategies. I hope you were paying attention because you're now going to have to decide which of those are most important to you. So um, what we'll do, and we're right on schedule, is we're going to take a break. Uh, but don't, don't get up or start talking yet because I'll kind of explain what happens then. So we'll take a, maybe a 15, we'll take a 10-minute break. So be back in the room by uh, 9.40. And when you come back in the room, you'll see, you know, we have these color-coded tablecloths. And there's going to be big sheets of paper on those tablecloths that lay out a list of, that, that, that um, name each goal and lay out the list of projects and initiatives for each goal. And we're going to ask you to take markers and post-it notes and write on those big pieces of paper ideas for, you know, do you like this idea? Why or why not? What can you add to it? Are there potential partnerships within these goals that you could offer? Is this something that you want to work on? If so, you know, write your name by it and, you know, even your email address. Because um, what we're really trying to do here is say a couple of, ask a couple of questions. One, from this long list of, you know, eight goals and a whole bunch of projects and strategies, what is most important? So, you know, write it right on those pieces of paper. And how can we forge partnerships? You know, this is kind of like a ask not what your city can do for you, but what you can do for your city kind of thing, where, you know, write your where you want to plug into this project, what you want to be part of. Um, and so, so that's one thing is write on the big sheets of paper. And then the other thing is this uh, sort of priority marketplace. Uh, as was mentioned, you have $10 in your uh, packet, uh, and on each of the tables there will be a, a color-coded money bag. So spend your money according to the um, goals and strategies you think are most important. So if you think one goal is the most important one, you can put all 10 of your dollars into that goal. If you think that there's five goals that are the most important, you can distribute them as, as you see fit. So, you know, hopefully this will be fun. You know, walk around the room, talk to other people. If you want to, you can even uh, try to make sales pitches for one goal or another. You can know, try to recruit people to spend their money on certain goals. Some of you who are more in the sales world might be better at that. Um, but, uh, you know, we'll do this for like 45 minutes. Uh, we'll try to, you know, every seven minutes or, or so, we'll try to, you know, say something to kind of encourage you to rotate to the next station, but it should be sort of free-forming. We do have some facilitators that are kind of just roaming facilitators for each of the goal stations. So if you have questions, you can, you can talk to them, and they'll be encouraging you to write on the pieces of paper and things like that. So that's kind of the idea. So, again, uh, take a break, get a bite to eat, come back at 940, and uh, we'll get started with the uh, priority marketplace discussion. Thank you very much. Hopefully everybody has spent their cash. If you have any cash left, uh, pick a spot right now and drop it in. So um, let's all, everybody, if you could come back in the room and uh, and have a seat. So uh, come back in the room and have a seat, and we'll kind of we'll kind of reconvene here and uh, and share some results. So uh, also, if the facilitators. Could right now, facilitators, start counting your, your cash. So uh, grab your, your cash bag and uh, start, start counting it. So, uh, so thanks. So, um, so, so first thing we're going to do is we're going to kind of go, go around and share some insights. So um, 
what we'll do is we'll have each of the facilitators for each of the goal stations um, share like three big themes or big ideas that emerged from your discussion. So um, we'll start with uh, we'll start with goal one. So uh, Ruth, I see that you're you're counting over there. Have Brian do the counting. And uh, yeah, actually, can the facilitators maybe come to the mic in the middle? That might be helpful. Or does this work? This isn't for the room. This is for the. So goal one, again, which is the sort of business, uh, business and innovation goal. Um, for goal one, I think there's a lot of enthusiasm around the cooperative program, so just a lot of yeses and excellent idea and go for it. Um, and then definitely some discussion on processes and making um, sort of city services start with a yes, let's try to figure this out kind of attitude towards new projects and new ideas. Um, and then a lot of uh, really good kind of conversation around the collaborative nature with uh, UW Research Park and UW System. So those are sort of our three big ones. And there's so much money. I've got like a table of people counting it right now. So. Thank you. Thank uh, you. So good, good stuff. Uh, so how about goal two? Uh, maybe Jordan, can you – and uh, maybe the goal three facilitators could – get in the on-deck circle, so one of the mats uh, head towards the microphone, too. Okay, so um, Alder Campbell and I are going to tag team this one, but um, I will start by really, in terms of the priorities that were laid out, a lot of yeses on a lot of them, so none, I don't think any one really came to the top, um, except maybe the, the one on, on workforce, lots of yeses on that one, um, but just comments on needing better coordination. There are lots of players, lots going on in the community. Maybe it could be a lot better coordinated. Um, and then with a uh, couple comments on prioritizing co-op development and then support for entrepreneurs. So making sure that people have uh, who want to start a business, uh, maybe who don't have the experience or, or, you know, need some help with financing and support and maintaining the business uh, are able to do that. Second, a lot of comments on um, it's great that we have one goal that's clearly about racial equity, social justice, uh, providing opportunities, but that we need to make sure that it's not just stuck in the one goal, but it needs to be reflected throughout the entire plan. And then lastly, needing to make sure that this plan and the, implement, the development and implementation of the plan is really accountable to our entire community with a, a real eye toward marginalized communities. So saw lots of comments about having this event here in the middle of the day downtown and looking around at, at who is here and then really who's not here uh, and, and that we really need to have a serious discussion about who's participating in these plans and the development of these plans and whose voices are really going to be reflected uh, at the end of the day. And just sort of a meta comment from conversations and some comments here um, based on the second point um, Jordan brought up, which was this goal should be infused in everything, um, is that the way the goal is phrased, um, it talks about connecting Madison's prosperity with, what's the terms, disadvantaged and disconnected people. Um, it sort of belies the fact that the prosperity actually, the kind of economic growth and the kind of measurements we're taking actually creates um, those disparities. And we need to look harder at systemically what are we measuring in economic development because how can we say economic development in Madison is off the charts while at the same time disparities are off the charts. So there was one comment that kind of um, summed it up talk, talking about I, we don't want to be another San Francisco with this high-tech-driven economy that displaces masses and masses of people. And we've got to really rethink um, what is the basis, what are we measuring in economic development and what's the basis of that. Great points. On to goal three. Goal three was the real estate and tax base goal. So some of the uh, uh, general uh, projects that uh, were part of that were the land banking program, uh, the TIF policy, uh, doing some uh, fiscal impact analysis, and uh, focusing on some of uh, the gateway corridors uh, into the city. 
And some of the, the general themes um, uh, on the fiscal impact side, uh, there were themes of uh, making sure that we're providing affordable housing and taking a look at housing affordability in the context of, of development projects. Uh, there seemed to be some interest in, in some of the ideas of the land banking program and a TIF strategy. However, there also appears to be on the comments some concerns about uh, maintaining some flexibility on the part of the city uh, to not be overly prescriptive. And uh, there seemed to be uh, general support for uh, taking a look at some of the main uh, corridors uh, in and out of the city. In particular, uh, John Nolan Drive is, is mentioned a couple of times. Great. So goal five. Four, sorry. Goal four. So I, I had the civic innovation one, which had a sort of a, a number of topics in it, but um, there were several, well, at least a few things that sort of resonated out of that group. And uh, one of them is uh, a, a sort of a firm yes to the idea of having different ways to engage other than the meetings. Uh, and um, thinking about, though, there's a lot involved with that, that question. Uh, and one of the things that uh, flows out of that is sort of linking back to two, Who's going to get engaged in the in the methods that we do it? So it's nice to talk about having online meetings, but is that really going to draw the groups that we were just talking about into the process more? And so thinking about that from an equity lens is important. Uh, a lot of yeses to the idea of sort of a one-stop shop, which um, I will just say parenthetically, apparently no one really knows about report a problem, and if they do, they don't like it. So. Uh, we probably have some ways to go on uh, thinking about that. Uh, and then um, I think there's a lot of uh, support around the idea of um, innovation in terms of connecting with the business sector and some of those different ways that are mentioned in the goal. But I think there's a, a lot of um, hesitation in the feasibility of that and how, how we would pull that off. And um, so there's some good notes on the sheets that people spelled out on that. So I'll just leave it at that. Great. Uh, five, food. Michael. Well, there were a ton of yeses. Uh, we're in a town of foodies here. Uh, a lot of things regarding Madison Public Market. Um, connecting the spaces of all the projects that are, or the entities that are existing right now. Uh, particularly north and east side, um, with paying special attention to the south side and food deserts. Um, linking rural to urban growers to consumers and things like that was uh, highlighted. Um, promoting agritourism, holding food summits so that people are continuously engaged, both the for-profit as well as non-for-profits. Um, connection to health. Um, a lot of hospital mentioned. Meritor in particular, some of the things that they're doing. Um, there was a, a mention for a need for culinary training in the Central Business District, um, coordinating our efforts once again with FAB Wisconsin, which is a Milwaukee-based effort. Um, I mentioned uh, some organizations that were prevalent, REAP, Madison College, Oscar Mayer, Dane County by Local. And I think the ultimate takeaway uh, that I saw on all four was making sure that any efforts for, um, you know, physical spaces don't duplicate but complement each other. And that's from co-packing to incubation to second stage and large processing. Great. Great points. Six. Deb. Okay. So we've got a lot of bike lovers. Um, infrastructure. A lot of input on infrastructure in terms of things that could be enhanced, um, including signage about etiquette and safety, um, and also enhancements on the trails um, that could be there for the users. There was a, some interesting conversations about working with local corporations about both encouraging bike commuting, but also the concept that maybe corporations would adopt a trail and actually invest in the trails, have sort of lifetime memberships, both for B-Cycle and for trails, which I thought was interesting. A lot of interest in bringing more biking events here, working with the Sports Commission, DMI, um, on bringing sports, more sports events here. And then the other thing was building this regional supply chain, chain for the biking industries that are already exist here. Great. Great points. Uh, seven. 
iPad. So for seven, there's a big, big theme of being part of an RTA. Um, so all of the sheets, you know, there's a constant. We really need to have a financial way to support a transportation system. The other two big themes where we really need to think about multimodal, and we know that part of the city's transportation plan is that they're looking at multimodal um, ways to do things. But the third big theme is we really need to think about partnering with businesses, that all the transportation solutions do not need to be public, that we actually could look at some private partnerships and maybe look outside of this country. Um, Julia from the um, Latino Chamber was saying she's come from South America and you actually don't want to own a car because your cities are so congested. So to really look at you know, other models outside of this area. Great points. Uh, and finally, goal eight. We'll do nine, too. Peggy. All right. Um, yes, and Peggy can be last in there to final up. Um, so we talked about the um, creative industries, and a couple things that came up were connecting with assets that already exist, like the UW, um, the Greater Visitor or Greater Medicine Visitors Bureau, um, and Madison College, and with the assets they already have there. Um, through that, also driving tourism dollars and um, increasing our economy through the tourism that is the money that's spent through tourism on the arts and culture. Um, signage um, was brought up and um, with special uh, consideration given to signs that are created with local artists, designing them, creating them, fabricating them, or using local materials within that signage um, to help support that industry. And what came up on every single one was a percent for arts um, within the budget. So that came up every time, multiple times. So. Great. And then finally, goal nine, the mystery goal. Goal nine was um, kind of a catch-all for things that didn't get emphasized or caught in other goals. Um, the first item was healthcare. Healthcare, hospitals, clinics are a major employer in our city, and the workforce is aging, and we need new workforce trained properly, nurses, all down the line, any kind of technicians, doctors. Um, a second theme that came out that um, might have been in some of the other areas, but they wanted it stronger was Building a green infrastructure, um, energy efficiency, taking care of our lakes. Um, another one that was brought out um, to be a goal by itself was growing the visitor economy, not just lumping it in with the bikes. And also there was talk about um, improving personal safety and having available internet to underserved business hubs. And we had 22 cash dollars for number nine. All right, so has, everybody, has the facilitators all counted your cash? So uh, the big reveal, I'm, I'll kind of keep track of the numbers here. So uh, Ruth, goal one. 123, all right, how about goal two? Oh, how about three? 264, sorry. I didn't vote, so. Goal three. 135. We'll call that 62. And how about uh, how about nine? What was it? 22. Good. So uh, the goal two is our runaway winner. So um, and follow, let's see. So we got goal two, which was uh, you know I'll bring this back up. Uh, it's hard to do this when in real time when there's people looking at the screen. Very makes me very nervous. All right, so goal two, which was the so equity focused one, was our runaway winner, followed by goal seven, which is transportation, followed by goal three, which is real estate, followed by goal one, which is business and innovation. Very interesting. So uh, thanks for all your your votes.
We're going to do one more thing, um, and then we'll open it up to some questions, too. But uh, this was the, the mayor's idea. So we've got these eight goals. I, I guess one, one thing to, to also point out uh, to the point Jordan made, uh, we are going to do two community meetings in the next couple weeks, uh, one at the Warner Park Community Center and one at the Villager, which will be um, in the evenings. Uh, and, you know, hopefully a chance not everybody can come to a meeting on Wednesday morning downtown, but um, those will be evening meetings, uh, again, at the Villager and um, Warner Park. Information on those is on the website. You're all certainly welcome to come to any of those. Um, the exercises will be similar. Um, but more importantly, you know, try to spread the word uh, to people who aren't here today uh, to let them know that there will be another opportunity to, to do this. Uh, and then the final thing, uh, before we kind of just open it up to any final questions, we're actually ahead of schedule. Um, the mayor had a suggestion, which was, so we have a great group of people in the room. We've just had some good discussion about these eight goals. To add some color to this uh, and sort of bring some more voices in, we want to ask if we can get volunteers to write advisory papers about these goals. And specifically, one volunteer for each goal who will write a short paper, can be some bullet points, one page, two pages, whatever, maybe do some original research if you want to, but one advisory paper on why one of these goals is the most important one and one on why it's not, why maybe a goal should be taken off. So uh, I know we're asking for some homework here, but I guess so I'm going to just sort of ask the question. So for goal one, who is going to volunteer their time to write a short advisory paper that will be incorporated into this document about why goal one is the most important? I'm going to appoint. Well, I don't think so. I'm going to, is Bill White still here? So Bill White left, so Bill White will do that one. Uh, thanks, Bill. Thank you. Uh, and you'll receive, uh, you will be given a, um, an award if you volunteer to do this, by the way. Uh, Ro free Roman candle pizza, actually. From, uh, see? Uh, so goal two, the, the equity and opportunity goal. Who wants to volunteer? Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. So goal three, uh, real estate. Yes, all right. Thank you. So uh, remind me of your name. I forgot it. Jeff. All right. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, goal four, the civic innovation one. Uh, I was going to say, I was about to say Alder Clear, but uh, all right. A joint effort by, by, the two, by the two Alders. Thank you. Uh, goal five, the food economy one. Michael, Michael's got like hundreds of pages about this. But. Oh, there's Anne. <laughs> Anne does a lot of volunteer work for the city mayor. <laughs> Asking for more, I don't know if that's fair. But she can work with Michael. That's true. <laughs> All right, goal six, the bike sector. Any takers? All right, thank you. Uh, goal seven, transportation. Yes, all right, you're here. Susan, goal seven, thank you. And then finally, goal eight, the creative industries. Yes. Goal nine. Great. Uh, thanks. So that's goal nine. Going back to goal eight. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. So uh, all right, we've got assignments of responsibilities here. So I guess what I would ask is um, for those of you who volunteer to write these advisory papers, um, write your name and your email address on one of the big sheets. I'll follow up with you. We'll say like in two weeks, 
uh, you know, have your, your, your document together and um, work with me through email. And uh, we'll, we'll get those together and publish them. And I think it'll be really interesting. It'll be sort of another voice in this discussion. So uh, this was a lot of fun, I hope, and a lot of great work. I guess, uh, I, uh, you know, let's just open it up to any uh, final questions or, or comments about this. Um, th just to kind of go back to the timeline. So, again, where we are today is we've got these eight draft goals. We will take the input you have today, you gave today. We'll refine those. Uh, and the next step is really the implementation plan. So what from this set of goals and strategies are we going to focus on and how are we going to get those things done? Uh, and then we will come back uh, sometime likely in the fall with, at that point, a full draft of the economic development strategy, going from the data to the vision and mission to the goals and strategies to the implementation plan. So by that point, we'll have a draft of the, the, the whole picture, and uh, we'll ask for input and guidance one more time as we transition from planning to implementation. So that's it. So any, uh, any final questions or thoughts anybody wants to share? You all... Got it all on the table? Nothing nothing left? Great. Yeah, thanks. Give yourselves a round of applause. Great work. Any, any final words, Matt, Mayor? No, all right. We're out of here early even, so. <laughs>